the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 800-951-0592. You know what that number is for. You have to have something outside of the debt credit money system. Right? Something that's not in your bank accounts because you don't know what's going to happen. Something that isn't tied to Wall Street. Something that isn't a debt instrument. And that that one thing, that is gold and silver. And that is what we do. Allamericangold.com is the website. And Jason, we got the, the soft shoe, if you will, from Jay Powell. The quarter of a point rate hike. We are now between 475 and 5% on a Fed's funds rate. The bond market actually went down. Uh, if, if you can believe that, uh, Jay Powell was essentially, here's where the Fed is. This is what we, uh, this is what I took out of it. Is this is it? Or we're going to go one more. Here's what they want. How about this? How about this? If it, if it comes, they want to get to five. So they want to go one more time. So it'd be between five and five and a quarter. Uh, and, and then, uh, possibly that, 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 that would most likely be it, right? Then, okay, then we'll call a timeout here. Uh, I think that's what they would like to do. Uh, but the news of the day, well, Jay Powell's given his press conference. I mean, gold's roaring. Just like I told you it would. Gold's roaring. Wall Street roaring, right? Cause we got the, uh, the only thing that would have made it even better, right, was no rate hike. They have been up even more. And then Janet Yellen comes out and says, no, we're not guaranteeing deposits. So this has been the big, big thing. And this is, and again, I've been telling you this for how long? First of all, it's not doable, right? Yeah, it's your $18 trillion worth of deposits. And they don't give a crap about you and your small little banks. And she said the Treasury has no plans to ensure any of these deposits. It'll simply be a case-by-case basis. Either your bank's got some billionaires that they that, that uh, are friends of the bankers, or they don't. And if they don't, Jason, it's not guaranteed. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, they don't have a lot of... Uh leg room so to speak to, to just say hey every time a bank fails we should just you know th- print a bunch of money or loan them money and just you know that, that's only going to go so long so, so I, I think she wanted to make sure ahead of time that people knew we're not going to bail out everybody every time we, we're not going to do that uh i mean i guess it's nice to have a little bit of honesty from the from the fed i guess joe right i mean it's right. Nice well, to well a few you know, things that are honest the, the the here's the reality of it all the bank runs will continue now that's what that's what she's done, and I know today. You know, yesterday that was down like five hundred plus points. Yesterday, by the way, uh, and, and today it, it's up. They're trying to uh, massage it, but here's what she basically told 
all bank depositors. And it, now, is she talking to, and, and she is, some of you, some of you listeners out there, you know who you are. You've got way too much money in your bank accounts and you know it. But you're lazy. Right? You're like, ah, I think, I've always gotten by. And I'm, you know, fingers crossed I'll keep getting by. But the big account holders, these are going to be mostly small and medium-sized businesses. Maybe there's a venture capitalist or two or a hedge fund. Who knows? But she served notice yesterday by saying, listen, if you're in one of those banks that, that isn't that important to me, we're not insuring your account, which means what? These guys got to move them, Jason. It, it's, it, it really defies logic. It's almost idiotic. But again, I think the Fed already knows, listen, thousands of these banks are going to disappear anyway. Let's just start the process. Right? And I think uh, if nothing else, one of the other things we're going to see, Jason, I think a lot of these banks are going to get gobbled up by other banks because they need to get bigger. I think every bank out there right now is, is, is under pressure to find a way to get big enough that they actually matter. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it, Joe, for sure. The, uh, you know, she, she's going to not, uh, guarantee deposits. That is absolutely a message for big depositors to move it to a, a so-called safer bank. I mean, the problem with that, Joe, is is, is uh, you get too much panic going on at what banks are going to be safe. That's That could be another misstep, just like some of those words they made up over the last year. Well, and again, I think it's simple, right? If you're a bank that gets stress tested, that's where you got to go, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the way I would look at it, right? I, I'm... Uh, I'll say this here at Take Patriot for an example. We're in a too big to fail bank. And I will tell you right now, if I wasn't in a too big to fail bank, I'd be making that move. Why? Because you know what? I can't risk it. Right? I don't, not, you know, and again, I get it. For a lot of these people, they've been dealing with these banks for years, decades. They've treated them well. They know, I get it. They know who you are when you walk in. That's kind of cool, especially in this day and age. They they know who you are. Of course, the younger kids don't want to go into a bank anymore. But us 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 old folk, we still go into the bank. But she she just and again, I just I don't care what you do. Obviously, I would love it if you buy gold and silver from us. But but even if you don't do that, you you're she's essentially telling you, hey. Leave that money in there at your own risk. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. A quick look here at the markets. Uh, as we talked about earlier, the Dow's up over 400 points. It was down 500 plus points yesterday. It's early. We'll see. <coughs> Excuse me. The S&P is up 66. The Nasdaq's up 275. Gold's up 35 at 1985. Now, a Kitco will have it up, I don't even know, eight or ten dollars. Gotta remember, uh, when Jay Powell and the Fed minutes came out, uh, gold was in electronic trading. So about 20, 20, 25 of those dollars were from last night. Uh, but, but either way here, gold 1985. Uh, that's probably about the high. 
it's been since uh, we're on the air this year. Uh, remember, Goldskaban uh, did hit uh, $2,010. Uh, Jason, I, I, I'm telling you right now what, what we heard from Jay Powell yesterday, what we heard from Janet Yellen yesterday, we're going to have new all-time highs uh, in gold. I think we're going to have it very, very soon here. Silver, another good day here, up about 45 cents here $23.10. This market update brought to you by our friends over at Y-Refi. Uh, another alternative here, right? If uh, you're looking for something that isn't correlated to Wall Street and, you're, and you want a, a good rate of return, check out Y-Refi. Uh, if you if you got to have 50000 that that's kind of the, 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 the big st- you know, jumping off point, uh, for people. If you don't have 50,000, then, then it's not for you. But if you got $50,000 or more, you can use an existing IRA. Some people can even use their 401ks. Uh, he, here's something really neat about it. You could say, Hey, you know what? I'll do it for a year. You'd get 6.25% return for one year. You go to five years, which is, by the way, the most they'll allow it. 10.25% return. Here's what I like about it. Unlike these, you know, an annuity, you can do an annuity, they want your money tied up for like 10 years. And if you need some of that money before the 10 years, right, they whack you with penalties and everything else. Not why refi, you get all of your principal back, all of it. If you need to, you know, what something happened, you know, I, you know what, I know I said I was going to do it for five years, but something happened, I need my money back. You get it all back. All your principal back. Check these guys out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y R E R E F Y dot com. Or just call them 888 YREFI24. That's 888 YREFI24. And Jason, we're talking about Jay Powell. And he was doing the soft shoe dance. Really. Uh, talking about, hey, we're almost done here. Yeah, we, we considered it. We considered not raising rates. But we decided that we would. That was the consensus, he said. And then he said, listen, inflation's going to be bumpy. But gave every indication that they would be, they could live with being done here. But ultimately, with the message he sent, to the markets yesterday is May is going to be the last one, right? We're going to go one more in May. That's what we wanted. Now, we can do something different. And, of course, he, he true to what he always says, hey, listen, you know, we could say we're done in May, but then if inflation comes roaring back, we may have to do something else. But that, by all accounts, we're either done here or one left. And that's why you're seeing gold uh, and silver moving here uh, as we get that. We're, we're kind of getting close uh, to that next stair step down. But it was comments from Janet Yellen that threw the market uh, in into a fit yesterday because it's been very interesting. If you think about uh, the this the Janet Yellen and... They've been floating this thing out, and they've been letting the TV float this out there that, hey, we're going to guarantee all the deposits. Remember, I've been talking about it. Me and Jason, but we've been talking about it. I'm like, dude, that's not going to happen. There's $18 trillion worth of deposits. It can't happen. Well, finally, 
she came out and said, you're right. We're not even considering it. She walked back the comments from yesterday with the implicit support, right? Because that's what they've been trying to do, right? Jay Powell, Janet Yellen, no, no, the system is safe. Right? Yes, we're going to support the depositors. That doesn't mean what people thought it was going to mean. And saying that, hey, once again, we'll determine what depositors are going to be okay and which depositors aren't. And Jason, that just puts these, it puts depositors in a terrible position. Central banks have never been around to uh, actually help the citizenry. They're, they're there to figure out how to gain uh, from, the, from the system they put in place. And so they, they can't have a system where they guarantee everybody's money, then everybody would be okay, right, Joe? And, and there's no gains to be made by those that, that make all the economic decisions if, if, if everyone can keep their money. You know, it's, it's taking a, it's, it's the loss of other people's assets and money is what it makes uh, the rich get richer. You know, the, and, if, and, if you uh, are a central, central bank and you, you have a government that you've bought and paid for doing what you want, you're not going to, you're going to lose that ability by making sure everybody can keep what they have, Joe. That's, that's not how uh, a crook works. That's, that's, not, that's not how you make your money. Remember on Tuesday, we had a gold sell off Tuesday. Of course, the gold's taking it all back and then some now. But, but part of that was this, there was, you know, called a leak between the U.S. Treasury, the FDIC, and Secretary Yellen about the fact that they were working on a way to guarantee all deposits. And they let that story play out. And then finally yesterday, Janet Yellen said, oh, no, we're not considering that at all. And, and it's one of those things where uh, this is a big game changer. Bill Ackman, he's very, very wealthy, uh, very powerful figure on Wall Street, uh, just was beside himself on CNBC after Janet Yellen's comments because he basically said, Jason, and he's right. She just basically said, I guarantee the bank runs are going to continue. Yeah, you know how how could they not, Joe? When when uh, when when the, the the situation the way it's set up is that these these assets are not going to keep these banks floating. There's going to be X number of banks that are, are positioned poorly. We I think the last number we were looking at was 180, right? You know, even if 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 100 of them could figure it out, that still leaves 80 banks that can't figure it out. Or even if 150 of them figured out, another 30 that can't. And when those 30 fail, doesn't that make it? Harder on the other ones that did make it out the other side, you know. It's all it's all interwoven. It's it's all works together. It's it's, it's not like any you know very few very few of these banks are uh, independent, you know that they are uh, not susceptible, insulated to the, the greater system. Joe, it's, it's they all borrow the money from the same guys, don't they? Yeah. And here here's the sad part. You, you want to know the truth? This is once again idiocracy from these these bankers. Uh, I've said it a million times. I'll keep saying it. Uh, Janet Yellen is a, a liberal clown, uh, and Jay Powell is the weakest Fed president since Arthur Burns. Uh, I was remember Jason. I know you'll remember this. I was all over Jay. I, I named her the lunch lady, uh, the most dangerous woman uh, to to uh, Americans in and maybe ever. Was Janet Yellen? She she truly is one of those. I'll call it uh, all about academia. 
Matter of fact, you know what's so funny? Jay Powell at his press conference, Jason, did you hear it? He was talking about, oh, man, there's so much written. There's so much written about the effects of all of this stuff. And, and, and again, this is these people literally have no clue how the real world works. Let me tell you the realities about these banks. This whole thing could have been prevented. These banks knew. All of these banks know that these securities, these derivatives, these off-the-books, uh, non-mark-to-market are underwater. You know how you fix those? Is when you buy them, can't do it now. See, this is the problem. When you buy them, any any smart investor hedges. They hedge it. But guess what? They did not make that part of the rules. Why? Well, because hedging costs money. Well, gosh, if we hedge it, guess what? We can't reward ourselves as much. Right? We're not gonna, we're not gonna make as much money by hedging. Because if they had hedged it back when they bought these things, Jason, we wouldn't be here right now, because guess what? The hedges would be worth a ton of money. You're saying if they were worried about the uh, the depositors' money being safe, <laughs> then they'd be fine. But instead Absolutely. of worrying, they're worrying for themselves and they, and they ruin it. It's an absolute slap in the face to all of us. And guess what? Every bank does the same thing. Matter of fact, I forget who it was early this morning. It was like, I don't know, 4.30, 5 o'clock this morning. Uh, I want to say it was CNBC had, had somebody on who was actually just speaking truth and said this. Listen, technically every bank's insolvent. The only ones that we're going to know about are the ones where the depositors leave. Right? Which we know is what? 4,000 smaller banks. Right? Those are the ones that are in trouble. But he was like, listen, I'll be honest with you. And he won't name, and of course, and he won't name any names. He goes, but there's some banks out there that are 50% under what? 50. I mean, it's incredible. And again, not one of them had to head. You know, when you think about Dodd-Frank, and I know, oh, well, you know, they tried, well, they rolled back some of the rules for these small banks. Yeah, but guess what? Even the original Dodd-Franks, that's not part, that should be mandatory. Any of these securities need to be hedged so the depositor doesn't lose their money. But Jason, again, Right? It's all about what? Well, in that case, we, we couldn't report bunch, a bunch of profits. Yep. I remember about a month ago before the, the, these bank failures started happening, I had mentioned that something something that had, hadn't happened in our lifetimes, Joe, it was had happened, which was that uh, the deposits in these banks in America and throughout the world, but in America, uh, actually went down. You know, despite everything that's happened and all the economic crises that have happened over the years, Deposits have always gone up. You know they're printing money just just by the fact that they 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 print us into some sort of low inflation two percent forever and ever means that the deposits go up because they're making more money. But the the amount of deposits went down. The total deposits in banks had been going down for a short period of time for the first time ever just since since we've been alive, Joe. And it's kind of interesting. That's when the bank failures came rolling in just right behind that. And uh, if more and people keep be... messing with their deposits, it's going to get worse. And, and again. Think about this, because Jason brings up a great point. The government was mailing out checks for almost a couple of years. 
all of that's gone. So you by just be by the end of of government stimulus, we've seen deposits fall. Then you start factoring in corporate profits start falling, right? The, 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 those deposits start falling, right? We're going to have a natural uh, loss of deposits that's going to amplify the problems here. And, of course, all of this that we're seeing, uh, it, it continues to make things even worse. And it's going to be a situation where this isn't contained. They haven't acted bold enough. It seems like, Jason, they try to do, well, what's the least amount we can do, right? What's the least amount we can do, and then maybe hopefully we'll get away with it. And, of course, at the end of the day, every time they do the least amount, Jason, it's not enough. Right, right. And and I, and I always go back to, to, to the, the Fed's ultimate uh, agenda, you know, the, the things that they'll never say out loud, which is how do we profit from this, these things? It's one of the reasons I feel like uh, even, even though Jerome Powell, you're right, it, it looks like maybe one more rate hike. Still wouldn't surprise me if they just, as long as markets go up the next day like they did today after a rate hike, why not do a quarter point and just keep on going? Because a lot of, a lot of assets to, to mop up out there, Joe, to put up, to, to profit off of, right? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday, uh, the day after uh, the Fed hikes rates another quarter of a point. Uh, did the soft shoe dance, saying, "Hey, we're about done here. Uh, they would like to get at least one more. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how things uh, end up playing out." But Janet Yellen, uh, kind of stole the show with the, hey, we're not guaranteeing deposits. That's not going to happen. Uh, and, and putting a lot of pressure now on these big depositors uh, at these smaller institutions uh, and, and wondering what they're going to, to do. I know uh, people are starting to talk about big banks that are even bigger now, Comerica uh, making headlines. Even U.S. Bank, which is too big to fail. Uh, they have, they've had uh, a huge influx of these big depositors. And what, what they hate is when the big depositors, the uninsured deposits, breach 50% of total deposits. That's when people start to get nervous. You know, in the case of like First Republic and Pac West, right? These, you're talking 65, 70% of deposits uninsured. That was what they didn't like about Signature Bank. That's what they didn't like about Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, the, the, now they're talking about even, you know, banks like Comerica, which is a big bank, uh, a U.S. bank. It's a too big to fail bank. Uh, Jason, now they're uninsured, uh, deposits, uh, breaching 60%. Uh, and that's cause for concern. Yeah, I think with, uh, Silicon Valley, I think, 85 to 90% were above yeah, that. Yeah, it was. I mean, right. They only had like 20 billion of the 170 billion, uh, was actually, uh, insured. And so th- those are why those went first. Uh, right now, gold is up 40, uh, as it continues to climb here. 1990, uh, right now on gold. Uh, man, listen, premiums are skyrocketing across the board. Uh, 
and, and I and it's going to continue here. Uh, you know what? I've got another good opportunity. I've got two hundred. I don't have two hundred twenty. I don't have two hundred fifty. I've got two hundred. $10 Liberty. So these are the, the 1866 to 1907s, half ounce. And uh, I'm being told, Jason, these are really nice, which is cool. Uh, you know, it's always nice. Oh, our stuff's nice, though. They're going to be 1 through 19 at 1180 20 or more at 1175 Five and once again, I think this is the second time this week. Two tens less than twenties. Right now, twenties, uh, two thousand three hundred and ninety-five dollars. Uh, so you know, eleven hundred and eighty. If you get two of those, you're at twenty-three sixty. And heck, if you get twenty or more, Jason, you're all the way down uh, to twenty-three hundred and fifty. So this is where the value is today. Take advantage, get fractional. You don't, you don't get fractional for less. Take the time, put them away. We got 200, that's all there is at 800-951-0592. Uh, we talked to silver quite a bit in the last several days. Silver premiums continuing to rise every single day. Premiums on silver eagles, premiums on junk silver have risen every single day. Uh, there is very limited product out there. So if you're looking to get into the silver markets, uh, do it sooner rather than later, Jason, because I think we're going to enter a stretch where we may go two to four weeks where there is no silver to be had. Correct, correct. And, and, and uh, it's not that there's no silver available out there at all, but we're trying to get silver uh, at a price that's reasonable for, for the buyer. Uh, you know, there's always silver. You know, you can always find it out there, but what's the price going to be? You know, well, you know you, what? You, oh, hey, you know, yeah, I guess you're right. We could, but uh, I'll just say our sources, even them, the largest wholesaler in the world right now, I cannot order a Silver Eagle. I can't do it. They won't let me. Doesn't matter what I pay, right? So, so again, yeah, is there? And you're right. There, it'll be somebody will sell it to somebody. But yeah, it's it, it's 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 getting scary to well, think about. Joe, I mean, I got a comment off our YouTube channel, and you know, we get we get some naysayers that come in there, so it's kind of fun. One's like, well, there's there's you can get all kinds of silver on eBay, and I'm looking around, I was like, okay, well, what if you want fifty ounces? What if you want 500 ounces? I mean, he's, he's you silver know, on eBay. eBay. Listen, guys, be real careful. I'm sorry. Listen, I want to tell everybody right now. Do not buy your silver on eBay. <laughs> Don't buy any gold and silver on eBay. Seriously. Because I, I, I am not kidding you. It, I, I'm probably understating it. One out of ten is going to be a fake. And, and that's probably understating it. Deal with reputable dealers. You're just going to be better off. Uh, and, and, and buyer beware. That's all I'll say about that. You know, last year I had a guy come in with some silver he bought on eBay. These were Morgan Morgan dollars. And he brought them in and he's like, well, I just thought I'd check them. They were so cheap. I just decided to buy them even if they are fake. It's like, all right, well, so all right away, okay, they're probably fakes. But he handed it to me and I, I, I grabbed it. He's like, 
just by holding it, I knew it was fake. You know, yeah. it was too light. It was five grams per coin light. You know, there's, there's, you know, you don't get that kind of wear off of a silver dollar, even if it's worn down pretty good. So, uh, yeah, it's beware on eBay. But also, most of these independent sellers on eBay, they're not dealers like Patriot Trading Group. Uh, they're, they're not going to have the portions you need. And and by the way, the taxes and the eBay fees and everything that gets tacked onto it, that little price you're seeing isn't exactly you know shipping costs, all that stuff. Uh, you don't have to deal with when you buy uh, from Patriot Trading Group. We uh, we set the price when Joe says eleven seventy five for a ten dollar Liberty, uh, twenty or more. You come into my office or Joe's office. That's what you're going to pay. Now, if you have to have it shipped, there's a little there is a little shipping fee, but but Joe, that's the price, right? We don't have to worry about eBay taking their piece. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. One of the fastest growing portions of the federal deficit is. Now, interest on the debt for the first five months of fiscal year 2023, because remember, the government's fiscal year starts in October. Uh, We have now spent 30% more on interest on the debt. Uh, And now, of course, Jay Powell raising rates again uh, yesterday. Jason, we're on track. It is going to be very very close. I think it all. I think we're going to be under it, but by 2024, we could be spending more than a trillion dollars in interest on the national debt. It's a, it's mind-boggling, right? That was more than 50 percent of the total federal budget in 1999. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. I think this is the deal of the week because I think gold is going uh, to continue to go much higher here as it sits right now, uh, up thirty nine dollars nineteen eighty nine uh, right now. Uh, we've got ten dollar liberties. We had two hundred of them when we started this morning. 1 through 19 at 1180. Okay, that already puts you below a $20 gold piece today. Right now, 20s, 23.95 and I was, you know, it's so funny. Brittany would tell you I was yelling at the wholesalers this morning about uh how expensive uh premiums have gotten on 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 gold and on the 20s in particular. And Jason, uh here's the bottom line. There just isn't any Right, if you want, if you want quantity, right, you got, you, you're already got to go all the way up to almost uncirculated and higher uh, to get the quantities, which is driving uh, the prices up. But hey, take advantage of it. Uh, Ten dollars. You know what's so funny is for the last two and a half years, the ten dollar gold was was so much more expensive. I mean, there were there were times where where two tens was sixty seventy. Eighty dollars more in, in normal times. Two tens is like ten or twenty dollars, probably about twenty dollars over a, a, a twenty. So to sit here today, especially if you can buy twenty or more, and, and end up being uh, forty-five dollars less, uh, that's just that's a great opportunity. So take advantage of them. Ten-dollar liberties. 1 through 19 at 1180 by 20 or more at $1175 at 800 
951-0592. And just to give you an idea of where we're at on silver, I had to get my sheet here. Uh, cases of silver eagles today, 18,250. Uh, rolls of silver eagles at 730. Half dollar rolls, 260. Ha- uh, quarter rolls, 240. Rolls of dimes, 120. And again, you're just going to continue to see, uh, these premiums, Jason, continue to rise. And you know why? Let me give you an idea. Do you know how much money is set aside for the insured deposits? Do you know? Any guess? Well, now that, yeah, now that the, well, now that the FDIC's had to pay out here, we're now below 1%. Not even 1%. <laughs> well, I, I knew before it was just a little above that. So <laughs> so how how close are we to, uh, how quickly can we so, end up So think zero, about right? the nonsense. Oh, yeah, we're working on a way to insure all the deposits. You don't even have I, 1%. Yeah, I, I knew it was it was that very low amount even before the, the last couple of weeks. But, uh, wow, so... Well, I, I guess we could be at zero after a couple more banks, right? I mean, it didn't wouldn't take a couple more to flip over, and then we'd be nothing there, right? Well, exactly. And, and of course, at that point, I'm sure uh, Janet Yellen would be more than willing uh, to let the FDIC borrow some more money. Why not? You know, it's all funny money anyway. But don't worry. They'll tell you that the taxpayer is not going to be on the hook for it. Uh, you know, uh, and, and, of course, the misnomer about that is, well, we'd be the one that have to pay for it initially if nothing else and then how many years of banking fees before that the taxpayer would be made whole right if ever i mean when when is the taxpayer ever whole anymore (laughs) you just talked about the interest on the debt that doesn't sound anywhere close to whole joe it sounds like we we're we're being raped for for everything they can can, think about this think about it we're talking about the interest on the debt all by itself was half of the fiscal total government budget in 1999. I mean, it, it's absolutely nuts. I mean, we're, we're spending somewhere around $70 billion a month in interest. And here's the sad part. Every month it gets a little higher. Right, so the average over five months has been seventy billion, which means we're probably closer to eighty or ninety. But by the by, the end of the year, Jason, we could be spending close to a hundred billion dollars a month on interest. Yeah, we'll just raise the interest rate a couple more times too, and when, add that. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be a Jay Paul comes out. Oh, we're going to lower the uh, Fed's funds rate because the interest on the national debt has gotten to unacceptable levels. You know, but isn't isn't that how the Fed makes their money though? The interest on the money they loan out. I mean, that's don't they want that to be high? I mean, that's that that goes to them, right? <laughs> that's, that's what runs their system. This is what we can eliminate that's by having a good the treasury. Point. Well, you know what money. though? I guess it did, but they don't hedge either. They don't hedge either because right. oh, they're losing on they, quantitative they want, they tightening. Hedge, Joe, they can just print it. They don't. They're the, they're the guys that can just make it. They're the one. You know, I don't have a money machine. They do. Yeah, boy, I'll just say this. How about this? This is the Martins, Wall Street on Parade. Now, yesterday, people started naming new names, right? Comerica and U.S. Bank. 
saying that, hey, and, and the reason they're on the list, and again, I don't think, uh, take U.S. Bank as an example. Uh, they're just, they're too big. So is Comerica. They're too big. I think, anyway, I think, I don't know. That they had the uninsured deposits cross 60%. And they get nervous now at 50%. Well, the Martins, uh, they're, they're a husband and wife. They do great work, by the way. Wall Street on uh, Wall Street on Parade said that Citigroup took the largest amount of loans from the Federal Home Loan Bank. This is a, a secret way the Fed provides liquidity to banks. And they did that, Jason, in 2022. I'll tell you about it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Final segment here of the day. Joe and Jason wrapping it up. Uh, but if you want to look for trouble, the Martin said you need to go look at the Federal Home Loan Bank. Now this is not a bank. This is a bank where the banks go to get money, so you don't know about it. In other words, hey, instead of going to the discount window where you may get found out, they go here. It's another one of these little slush fund kitties. You know how much better off we'd be if we had access to all this money anytime we had a problem out there? Uh, but if you look at this list, let me give you some names that are on this list. Silicon Valley Bank was on the list. By the way, uh, they they had borrowed $15 billion from this bank. First Republic's on the list. Yeah, they got $14 billion. Bank of the West, they're on the list. Uh, Silvergate, that's one of the failed banks, right? They were on the list. Western Alliance, uh, they're on the list, right? But you know who's number one on the list? The bank that's borrowed the most money from the Federal Home Loan Bank? just happened to be Citigroup. And the, the fact is, here's what makes it kind of, uh, oh, well, I don't know, interesting is not the right word, because they borrowed almost $20 billion from the Federal Home Loan Bank. And by the way, this was at the end of 2022. So they already knew, and, and one of the, the patterns the Martins are pointing out is towards the end of 2022, Loans from this, banks taking loans from the Federal Home Loan Bank started exploding. So they already knew. Where were these regulators? They should, that should have been the canary in the coal mine as to, uh-oh, something, something not good is happening. So just to give you an idea on, on Citigroup, in 2021, the end of 2021, they'd only had b- borrowed $5 billion. By the end of 2022, Jason, that number jumps to $20 billion. And, and what makes it even worse is that I didn't know this. I, I, I actually learned this from, from the Martins today. Do you know who received the most amount of money for to be bailed out during the financial crisis? It happened to be Citigroup. They were number one. And now all of a sudden, here they are right back at the top of the list of, hey, we're having some issues here. We're going to start borrowing from the Federal Home Loan Bank. And again, this just tells you the complete incompetence of too big to fail. There's a lot of 
lot of institutions that got money back then, didn't there, Joe? I, I, I still can't get over the number when, uh, when, when the, the FOIA request for, for what they actually did, the $29 trillion for that bill. It wasn't $5 trillion, It was $29 trillion. I, I can't get over the fact that Japan was given $3.6 or $3.5 trillion. Uh, I mean, it's, it really is. It's, it's, it's supposed so to be all their bank, right, Joe? Right, the Federal Home Loan Bank. What? What is this bank? Well, it's not really a bank. It's just a place where uh, the banks go to borrow money that they don't want people to know about. And now all of a sudden, guess what? All the banks that are starting to, to appear on the uh, I'm in trouble list happen to be uh, at the end of 2022 gorging themselves. And of course, who pays for that? Because obviously, I don't think they've got the money to pay for it, do they? $10 liberties, 1 through 19, 11.80, 20 or more, 11.75 until they're gone, 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.